Welcome to Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, with your host, Mr. James Gardino Sr. That's me. I'm going to be talking about dividend stocks and investing for weekly cash flow. My main goal, 1% return per week. These are live trading sessions. If you want to join in, just let me know. Now, on with the show. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Today is Wednesday, May 5th. It is 9.06 a.m. And this is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we talk about investing for weekly and monthly cash flow. Now, we specifically use dividend stocks that have increased their dividend payments to their shareholders for a minimum of 25 years. All that being said, the main goal here is to attain 1% return per week using only those dividend stocks and a few trading strategies that I'm going to share with you as we go along. Now, if you guys are looking for something that explains and and teaches and babbles on that fine go somewhere else because this is actual live trading i take a look at the account and i do this every year i take the same account same amount of money and i try to trade and attain one percent per week it just so happens that you have the benefit of 10 or 20 years of my trading experience and the fact that um podcasting is so easy nowadays point click record and go it is so that being said, I'm just sharing this with those who want to learn and uh, maybe try to find another way of making money. All that being said, let's jump on in and see what we're looking at. Today is Wednesday, so we got five positions. A few of them we've carried on from last week. One of them we picked up yesterday. Uh, one we picked up on Monday of last week, I believe it was. Well, here we are again. Let's jump on in and see... Where we are. CLX is first on our list only because alphabetically that's just the way it works. I'm going to put CLX in the one year chart, give you a quick little rundown of where we are. CLX started out last year at 202, made its high at 239 in beginning of August, falls down to the bottom and hits the bottom right in March, beginning of March at 177. At this moment in time, <clears throat> She is testing that bottom. She bounces off the 177 90 day, new 90-day low. But yesterday, she bounced up to 182. Now, where do we have CLX? We have CLX at 194. Can we do anything with one between 182 and 194? Uh, let's quickly check the seasonality chart. Now, those of you familiar with seasonality, it basically shows you from January to December how a stock moves on average every year from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. What are the movements and is there some predictability to it? Apparently, as you can see, we are in um, right now a nice little uptrend for Clorox. She has this nice little uptrend and then she goes sideways for a little bit and then she's going to peak right around August, September, October, August, yeah, end of July to end of beginning of September, that's going to be the peak before she levels off again, I don't know why, it's just the way it is, take a look at the big chart for some strange reason, I don't know why I'm wasting my time with this, because, 
and entertain, I suppose. Alrighty. Yep. The crossover, for, for those of you not familiar and those of you listening rather than watching, uh, the chart I brought up is a one-year chart and has more detailed information that allows me to look at um, buyer strength and seller strength and also the trend. Right now the trend is, it looks like it could be a reversal because there's a sharp change between the sellers and the buyers. It looks like they pivoted from the end of April. It looks like they're changing positions, so you never know. It could be a possibility for Clorox to, to rally back up. I don't know if she's going to hit that 195 again. I just might have to sell, um, what do you call those? Mm, options. But I only have two, so I don't even know if it's going to be worth my while to do so. So let's go back to single. 195 for tomorrow. I mean, for Friday is really basically worthless. The 186. 187s, 20s, 40 bucks. Yeah, it could bite me in the butt. But I could sell two of these. Um, I'm looking at selling a 187 and a half, 20 cents per share. It's only an extra 40 bucks, but I, I need to get some kind of cash flow rolling in. I should have that for you. Okay, this is what it's going to look like. Uh, sell two Clorox 7 May 21, which is two days from now. The 185 and a half call 20 cent limit. That's just for today. So it's just a day order. And this is to open a position. So that being said, let's look at next CVX. CVX is one we jumped in yesterday. I'm going to explain this one to you a little bit, and you're going to see how, why these are my favorite trades. Now, I don't do this all the time, only because they do have a tendency to come back and bite you in the butt every once in a while, which we had experience with uh, uh, Qualcomm, Qcom, uh, came and bit us in the butt, and that's why we have 1,000 shares of Qcom. I'm going to go over that in a little bit, but at this moment in time, we're looking at CVX. Now, CVX started out the year at 92.86, hit a low right around the end of October of last year. As soon Biden takes office, you're going to notice that everyone, every four years, certain stocks get directly related or direct movements related to the election. And that's exactly what happened here. As soon as the election came, this thing gaps up. Um, and then she hits a new high of 112. So she goes from 65 to 112 in a matter of three or four months. It's almost a 100% increase in a matter of few months just because the president got elected. All right, she settles back down to trading range of 102, goes sideways for a little bit. And here's where I tell you why this is my favorite trade. So what we did is we did what's called a spread where we bought a few calls and we sold a few calls. And the difference between what we bought and what we sold is called a spread. Now, there's a certain dollar value to that. And the one that I did yesterday was that we bought 
the 104 calls for this Friday, which gives me the right to buy it at 104. And then I turn around and I sold the 105 calls for this Friday, which gives me the obligation to sell at 105. All right, so I bought the 104, gives me the privilege of buying, so I can buy it if I want. I don't have to if I don't want to. The 105 means I have no choice in the matter, but I have to sell it at 105. Now, if the stock drops down to 100, whoever bought that 105 is not going to force me to sell it to him at 105, especially when the stock's only at 100. Kind of makes sense. But <coughs> the purpose of this spread is you got the dividend coming up in two weeks, so I believe the stock is going to move up. The seasonality, <coughs> excuse me, let's jump over to the seasonality real quick so I can show you that. The seasonality for Chevron says right where we are at this moment in time, historically speaking. And now this is not a guarantee. It means over the last 10 years, this has made a predictable move that looks similar to this. A little bit of an upswing uh, just for a couple of days. And that's all I need. I just need this thing to stay where it is or go up a little bit. And I'll be a happy camper. So let me explain to you why it's my favorite. The stock is at this moment in time, 106.11. Okay, now with the 104, 105 spread, I am obligated to sell it to someone else at 105, which more than likely somebody will buy it because there's a dollar and 11 cents, um, what is called intrinsic value sitting there. Okay, so if you can buy it, at 105 and it's at 111 you can buy it and sell it instantaneously and make your one dollar and 11 cents just like that but <clears throat> that being said the most i can make off of this trade as you can see is a dollar so i buy it at 104 and i sell it at 105 the most i can make is a buck but it just so happens that i bought it yesterday um <clears throat> Let's go put in CVX so you guys can see that. Uh, nope, that's not it. Order history. There we go. Now I'm not seeing why this is not working properly at the moment. CVX. All right, apparently it's not showing up for some strange reason. Uh, I'm not totally proficient. I know I've been doing this for so long, but I'm not hugely proficient with it. Interesting. Order history. Okay. <clears throat> That's order history for QCOM. Why isn't CVX showing up? CVX. Huh. I don't know. 
I can't tell you at the moment. Anyway, I bought it at yesterday at 69 cents. Okay, so the difference between I paid for it and what it's worth now is about a 30 some odd percent return for my money. So if the stock goes up, I'm gonna make my 30%. Stock stays the same, I'll make my 30%. Stock can even come down a little bit and I'm still gonna make my 30%. I got two days for this thing to stay above 104 something, something, something in order to have a profit, okay? That being said, let's jump on over to MRK, which is next on the list. MRK started out the year at 77.47, made a high at 87.98, somewhere in that area. Uh, low in March at 71.71, which is the new low for the past 90-day period. She gapped down the other day, okay, but she kind of retraced with higher highs and higher lows. Okay, that's the higher highs, higher lows, which basically means that is a good indication that is an up, up movement. Even though she had a down day yesterday, it was still a higher high and a higher low. So that is a good indication that this thing has found its bottom and it's moving up. So what can MRK do? We are into MRK at 78. Okay, so that would give us 78.50. So we should be able to trade the 78.50s on MRK. MRK. <clears throat> 78.50s are basically worthless. I'm going to wait till the market opens up before I actually make that claim. But she's at 76 at the moment. I really don't want to put that... 78.50 in there. You know what? I'm going to put it in there for 10 cents. Uh, day limit order. All right. It's not a lot of money. It's, it's 100 bucks. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I got to change that. Because I only have 400 shares. I can't sell 10 contracts. I can only sell four contracts. Each contract represents 100 shares. So it's only $40. And ugh, that kicker. Ooh, what did I do? All right, so here it is. Uh, I want to sell four contracts MRK for 7 May 21, which is this Friday. The 78.50s, which is the price exactly what I paid for at 10 cents limit order to open. Now, I've already, I think I've already collected the dividends for MRK. No, we haven't even collected a dividend yet for MRK, which is kind of good. So we collected a premium last week. We're collecting, a, we might collect a premium this week. And we still get the dividends coming up. So remember, we're just buying these to collect the dividends and then maybe some premiums, as long as it equals to a 1% per week. Not a lot of money there. So QCOM is next on my list. So let's see what they are doing. QCOM started out the year last year at 77. That's the low of the year. Had a double high at the beginning of the year in January and then again in beginning of February. A double high somewhere on 67. All right. She had one, two, three, four, five, six down days in a row. However, this thing gapped up last week. Or, or was it this week? No, it was last week. I don't remember. Yeah, last week. She gaps up from 138 to 145. But she finally closed at 142. 
She's sitting at 134 now. She does not look very happy at the moment. And this is another one I should probably wait until the market opens at QCOM because we get the 144s and they're not even showing. Okay, she's at 134. I should do the 140s. And I'm going to go with 20 cents for the 140s. Alright. Now I got three days today, tomorrow, and Friday. Uh, as long as this thing doesn't hit 140 or above, I'll be okay. All right, what I'm doing is selling 10 contracts at QCOM. 7 May 21, which is this Friday. It is a weekly option. The 140 call at 20 cents limit order to open. sent off see what happens there uh, next on the list is X on mobile with XOM so quickly XOM started up the year last year at 4547 made a low at 3127 now that's right around election time after the election this is probably just like Chevron you know from the four-year, what do you call that, anomaly from the presidential election. That would be an interesting thing to do, is to take and create a piece of software that looks at stock movement directly related to presidential elections. Which ones move? That being said, the low of 31, she hits a high of 62, 63. That's a 100% increase in one, two, from... November 2nd to the high, which was March 12th. That's three and a half months. Wow. Okay, she had a new bottom, new 90-day bottom at 54.38. She's sitting at 59 at the moment. Um, we got 200 shares, and we sold two contracts at 55 which basically means we're going to be out of this position and someone's going to be happy with buying the stock at 55.50. Uh, we, we made money on the one. Uh, now, these are the positions that we have now, these three here. We got $700 to play with. Maybe we can do another spread, make a few more bucks, see if we can hit that 1% target that we're looking for. So let's jump in and see who's on our list for today. Today being the 5th. This is what we're looking at today. CNP, which is Centerpoint Energy, Microchip Technology Incorporated, MCHP, Microsoft Corporation, and Southside Bankshare Incorporation. So let's see what they're looking like. First one on the list is CNP. So CNP, put that into the one-year chart. That's what she looks like. She started out the year at the low of the year uh, at 1595. Now, from 1595, she goes on to hit a high of 2546 in the middle of November. 
From there, she hits a new 90-day low, which looks like a little bit like support at 1943, a new high at 2479. Right, and she's got a 15-cent dividend, which could be a good thing. So let's check out the seasonality for these guys. All right, seasonality, she should hit this week. You know, if you guys wanted to do a uh, a quick div div cap on this one, that would work. Let's see what the uh, covered call would look like. All right, she's at 24 at the moment. <clears throat> 24.50. So if we bought it at 24.80 and we sold 24.50, that's 85. That would give you a nice little return for the week. Actually, only for three days, so it actually doesn't look that bad. What does the spread look like? Uh, I can't really do these at, before hours because the numbers aren't correct. So we'll just have to go and see what happens. But that looks pretty good. Uh, let's jump back in. Next on the list is MCHP. MCHP started off the year last year at the low at 83.21. But a week or two later, she jumps into a trading range of 103, stays there right up until election time. Then from election... She jumps up to a new high of 167. A nice little return going sideways. However, she's in a one, two, three, four, five, six day downturn with lower highs and low, almost lower highs and lower lows. Yeah. Big chart's gonna tell me that I should just walk away from this one and not even bother taking time. But let's MCHP. Definite turn for the uh, buyers and sellers. Uh, and the strength is pretty good for the sellers. So this is not one I would do. Even seasonality, what does that say? Let's check seasonality on microchip. Yep, she's going to be going sideways for the next couple of weeks. So that's just like out of the question. Thank you very much. Alright, next on the list, I believe, is Microsoft. Yep. MSFT. Microsoft is usually not on my list only because it doesn't have 25 years of increased dividends, but the volume kind of makes up for it. Right, she started out last year at 180.173, found its low at 175 before hitting a trading range of 211, staying there right up until mid January. Breaks out of that. Hits a new high at 263. She gapped down and she's in a downspin at 247 at the moment. Well, let's hit seasonality on this one. Yeah. Kind of flat with a tiny bit of an uptrend. So it would be an at bad for an at the money. SFT doesn't look like it would be a good candidate for um, 
dividend capturing because she's in a, a 90 day downtrend at the moment and that's just kind of like let me just get away from that one that does not make me a happy camper last on the list SBSI SBSI and there's the market bell so the market is now open let's see let's just take a look at this one and then we'll take a quick look at the three positions that we have pending all right so SBSI started out the year at 2889 took a few months for it to hit the bottom in September at 2356 from there she shoots up to find a new high in mid March at 4194 going sideways a little bit before she hits a new winning streak at 4130 so SBSI is trading right now at 3118 by 46 well, basically I haven't gotten the numbers yet because those are so off skewed it's unbelievable all right so she last traded at 4130 so if we were going to do a covered call, which would be two weeks, I'd have to get at least two points. All right, I sold QCOM at 30 cents. Cool, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, SBSI at 41, we'd buy that, sell that. 135, that wouldn't be worth it. That's like a half a percent every week. All right, and then we sold Clorox at 25. All right, we'll go into that in a minute. All right, that being said, I'm not 100% happy with this company. We got a little downtrend coming up right now, so I'm just gonna pass on that. Let's go back to the monitor and find out what's happening. Uh, we sold QCOM at 30 cents, and we sold Clorox at 25. So Clorox only gave us 50 bucks and QCOM gave us 300. All right, so we got a thousand bucks to play with at the moment. We're waiting for MRK. All right, so which one did I like? MCHP and CNP. Yeah, CNP wasn't CNP the one we liked. CNP. CNP. All right, twenty four fifty six. And what does it? that look like for seasonality so let's click open up the seasonality real quick got a little bit of peak coming up so let's see if CNP could do anything for me uh, it's gonna have to be a spray because we only got like a thousand bucks to play with um, she's trading at 2438 by 2482 That can't be right to 23, 23, 50, 20 cents. Hmm. Well, let's buy 10. That can't be right. 
No, because that's if I get it at 20 cents worth. You can't get it at 20 cents because it's at 24.56 at the moment. That's just crazy. All right, let's just send it. Let me read it to you first, and then I'm going to send it. And then once I send it, it's going to give me the actual number, what the market is at this moment in time. Uh, by the CNP Verticals, 7 May 21, which is this Friday, it is a weekly option. The 23, 23.5 call at the 20 cent limit. So let's see what happens. Go to the monitor. Wow. You know what? I think I'm going to change that. Cancel change order, and I'm going to hit to 25. I'm going to go all the way up to 30 cents in this one. It's three days. You know, today, tomorrow, and the next day. All right, so I just set it up to 30, my limit. And right now, it says it's trading at 20, but it's just not kicking in. So let's take a look at the next one on the list. C8. MCHP MCHP I'm going to look at the big chart for MCHP MCHP yeah it's a downtrend don't like that Microsoft's in a downtrend too don't want to look at that last on the list was SBSI and we didn't like that in the first place hmm 3M 3M is kicking in for tomorrow and she's in a down spin at the moment so I don't like that one CMI which is Cummings they make uh, big diesel motors don't they CMI Yeah, it's a little bit of a downtrend, too. All that being said, it sounds like a lovely idea, but let's keep seeing if what's going on. So, that being said, let's see if there is anything we can actually do today. CMI doesn't look the greatest in the world. And that's 4.5. That's not doing me any good. HCSG, which is Healthcare South. Healthcare Services Group. Oh, you know what? Exxon Mobil is doing pretty good, and I have a position in Exxon, so let's see what we can do there. XOM 59, really? Come on. All right, Exxon is going 59.83 by 59.88. fun of it let's buy some of Exxon Mobil because we already made some money off Exxon Mobil she's in the uptrend she's got the dividend coming up in two weeks 
Um, all right, so we're looking to buy the 10 contracts, 7 May 21, which is this Friday, the 58 and a half by 59 for 30 cents. Okay, that's out there kicking around. Let's see what's happening. We got three positions working and two filled. We only got 400 bucks left. So, all that being said, I'm going to buy another spread of Clorox. Now, what do we got? We got 450 bucks. So that's not a lot of money to play with. Um, Clorox is at one. 82 at the moment. So let's see if I get three contracts of that because it's sitting at 190. Five. Nope, that's not going to work. 182. 148. How can that be? 184. Huh. Um, let's see if we could do four contracts of this. I forgot how much money I actually have to play with. That's five, six. Yeah, maybe just three. Four fifty-eight. Three positions is will work. Uh, now it's off by thirty-two dollars. I got uh, all right, so let's take a look at everything we just got. <clears throat> so we get one, two, three, three positions, and we get one, two, three working, which is kind of odd. Now, I understand why the MRK, uh, for those of you not watching and just listening. We got uh, one, two, three positions that got filled this morning. And we got three positions that are uh, three orders that are sitting in queue waiting to be bought or sold. One or the other. Um, the one that we're waiting for is ExxonMobil, the 58.5 by 59 spread. We got a 30 cent limit order. And it's actually trading at 30 cents right now. So I don't see why that's not filled in yet. Um, CNP, the 23, 23 and a half. I got it for 30. Right now it's selling for 20. That one should fill too. The other one that hasn't filled yet is MRK. And that's understandable because we're trying to sell four contracts at 10 cents. And right now. 
Alrighty, everyone. Sorry about that slight little delay. It happens when you're doing a live broadcast. And, you know, this is not the first time it's happened. It happens almost on a continuous basis. And we're back to look at what we're going to do with what we have available in front of us. Okay, we got the two positions that are sitting there pending. And we got... Uh, one, two, three, four, five, four positions that got filled, which is a good thing, you know, makes me a happy camper. Let's quickly take a look again at CNP. Now, why is CNP apparently CNP opened up? at uh, 24.52. Now, I have it for 30 cents and I don't see why it hasn't filled yet because it's at 17. You know, if you think about mathematically speaking, 17 is a lot less than 30. And if I'm willing to pay 30, why wouldn't they fill it at 17? Because it's at 17 now. Anyway, all that being said, that's where we are at the moment. We get four positions that got filled and two that are still open. That's it. I am done for the day, and I will catch you guys later. This is James from Dividends Doc Talk and the 10-Minute Trader. Talk to you tomorrow. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.